one. Spag, so much has changed since we last did a stream together. You are now a solo streamer. I became a man at a bachelor party. Uh, I drafted a zero RB team this morning. Everything is new in the world. Yeah, you got a little wild on your bachelor party. Pete was eating donuts, so we're going to talk about that after this intro. We're also going to dig in, spinning the multi-table of madness here over on Underdog. Going to draft according to the wheel in two drafts at once. So if you're complaining that you sometimes get don't get in the streams that we're doing, or the drafts that we're doing on stream, rather, today is your chance to do that. We also have a rookie tight end. You might want to know now that even Pete, I didn't tell him this. He's going to be surprised right after this intro. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Splash Play, the fantasy football podcast for every game under the sun. And once again, I'm Chris Spaggs, joined by your friend and mine, the returning Peter Overzet. Pete, how are you doing? And how are you feeling after drafting a somewhat zero RB team this morning? Yeah, and Bullock apparently is not counting it as a zero RB team. I'm sorry I took Cam Akers at pick 56. Um, and I honestly, I was entirely justified too. I was like, I'll stubbornly just jam zero RB to give the people what they want. Then everyone just drafted wide receivers like crazy. And uh, it's why I don't do it uh, in that draft. You, I, I get uh, stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'm so sick of drafting with all of our viewers. I just want to retreat to, I don't know, a, a monastery in the mountains where I can just draft in peace. I mean, honestly, so I have to send Pete this screenshot now because I actually uh, did a couple drafts before the show and we're going to get to all the plugs and all that stuff, but I want to send Pete this screenshot um, and unfortunately didn't do it in advance. Um, and I'm going to shout this guy out completely as being somebody that absolutely ruined uh, what I was trying to do in this draft today. And I don't, I'm just going to send you a team Pete as a screenshot, but I'm going to okay. call him out Dr. Drippin. Dr. Drippin is officially my best ball arch nemesis now where this team that he took today, A, uh, completely illogical in a way that, I have not seen very often took to a tag of Iloa at the 13th overall pick Pete. I'm texting it to you right now. I'm um, a peak pulled up on the screen, but also just like ruined every construct I had. And this kind of fits the thing we were talking about a couple weeks ago where Pete's like, yeah, if guys are taking random, you know, terrible structured you know, drafts on best ball, like it's fine. It's, you can still kind of work around it when these guys are scooping you on plays seven rounds ahead of ADP that you're like building a stack carefully correlated. And I don't pay attention, Pete. I'm not looking at the board the entire time. So it ruined everything I was doing. And I was just, like on my toes in a way anxiety at every turn what uh this still hasn't come through so i haven't you might just oh no here here i just got it coming through here so i'll pull this up in a second um yeah it's so fun and this is this is why i tilt when i talk about my stream drafts because no one ever does this when i'm live streaming no one ever goes completely off the rails mm -hmm. it's all these gto bros uh drafting smartly but here you have dripping Dripping and ripping, Russ, Tua, Rogers, Burrow, Marcus Mariota, bully QB build, uh, very balanced here. I, I love the single tight end. I love, I love the idea. I mean, this is clearly an auto draft, but it's funner to imagine that they intentionally did this. So he also did. So I did two drafts. I like to multi-table in my free time, Pete. We've talked about. I think you mentioned on the best ball breakfast this morning that uh, the puppy draft is now I think sixty percent full. So I'm trying to jam my entries in to make sure I actually uh, can max that one out in time. So I'm multi-tabling. Doctor Drippin was in both of my drafts this morning, and he also did the same tight end, one tight end build. That one though, he took his tight end Brevin Jordan in the last 
last round. <laughs> but you could see opening with Russell Wilson at the 12 pick, two at the 13. Aaron Rodgers ahead of Joe Burrow, taking those guys back to back. When somebody's drafting like this, Melvin Gordon, Pete, in the third round. And, you know, like I love Melvin Gordon. Uh, he's probably about eight rounds too early for Melvin Gordon. It's just illogical at every single turn. Um, Bullock, are you aware that people can set their own ranks and cues on, uh, on underdog that would probably explain the Melvin Gordon pick at pick 36. So maybe what we really need is an investigative series, you know, behind the draft where, you know, underdog is able to, you know, give us some IP address information. And we are able to track down these individuals and really, uh, ask what, how did the sausage truly get made on this draft? Honestly, I would like to believe that he's doing it just to be ruin my life is what that felt like is having to be a part of that experience. But uh, yeah, two bad teams from Dr. Drippin. Uh, I hope that it works out well for him. Um, and honestly, yeah, very unique structure. Short Gamer points out, Pete. So maybe this is the kind of thing that can get into your next Best Ball Bros video. Yeah, that's that's the next evolution too. First, the kind of justify anything you do. You first said, what if he's the guy you need week 17? And now this morning, Willis was calling me out for passing on... Uh, Kittle and Waller in a build where I definitely uh, could have been justified to take them. And I just said, well, I just want to get unique because most people take Kittle and Waller at that spot. So that's, that's your rip cord uh, justification right there. Just say, I was just trying to get unique. Yeah, you take Melvin Gordon to the third, you're getting about as unique as can get. That's probably a one of five lineups. I think that'll have Mel Melvin Gordon going that high, barring some uh, catastrophic retirement from Javante Williams, deciding that football is just not for him. We are here, guys. Of course, Monday, Thursday, Friday are the Splash Play shows. Monday and Thursday will be me and Pete. Friday, the new Spag solo streams that are, Pete, got people buzzing, including you in the chat. Um, Honestly, I will say, rattling me, just being there, knowing that you were watching. I think uh, Frankie, our, one of our good friends, of course, uh, over at the Pasta House Company, helping us imagine the possibilities. <laughs> Time and time again on the show, uh, he had chimed in saying hour two was where I really hit my stride. And I do feel like Pete, just having you there, it's like it's like having a parent watch over you as you're trying to learn how to dribble a basketball. And frankly, uh, threw me a, a little bit of a curveball that I wasn't expecting. That was actually my intention. You probably thought uh, selfishly I was trying to support you. No, I was just there to make you uh, feel more and more rattled. Uh, it was, I had a great time, uh, really enjoyed. I only got to catch like the first 30 minutes before I, uh, hopped in the car, but it was great to watch you, uh, squirm and hit your stride. Uh, I did not watch the rest of it back, but I am glad to hear, uh, that you are now thriving, uh, in hour two as a, as a streamer. Yeah, we're doing some more over on the Splash Play channel. So if you're only watching Splash Play on Peach Channel, of course, you're welcome to keep doing that. That's where the chat's the most lively. So make sure you come hang out with us live on Peach Channel. But also for those Friday streams, they're going to be Splash Play YouTube channel exclusive. So go check them out. Also, we're making some improvements on there, trying to do the best we can to uh, be YouTube optimizers. So uh, I have a safety net for, for any, any career moves that I make in my life. But no, we just want to build Splash Play up. And uh, I think that's the goal there. And we appreciate all of you guys coming to hang out. But of course, subscribe, hit the like button, do all that stuff. Uh, question here, Pete, that you're popping up on the screen. Position limits, you want to walk people through this important part of how they're doing their underdog drafts. Yeah, uh, I'm actually glad because I haven't adjusted mine uh, yet this season. So this will be a good opportunity to do this. But yeah, so if you go to your rankings and then hit NFL, and then um, there's the one tab with rankings and there's the other tab with limits here. Um, let's see, in the scenarios where I get auto-drafted, I personally don't want to take more than no, but that'll be bad. Cause I, you don't, it, this will actually overrule you. If you actually need a three quarterback build oh. uh, running backs, I can't imagine ever taking uh, more than eight um, tight ends can never imagine taking more than three, maybe wide receivers. It actually maxes you out on here as a, at 10, unless you take it away from or no. So it's, it isn't going to let me, but you hmm. can draft 11 wide receivers. I'm not really sure how that works then. 
Maybe they don't want you spamming auto draft 11 receivers and just completely <laughs> ruining the game. Maybe that's why it's such an edge because the auto drafters can't get to 11 wide receivers. Yes. Yeah, so is that the new meta Pete drafting 11 receivers? Cause you can only do that by hand. Yeah, exactly. That's the, uh, this is the thing, how we beat the uh, best ball opto bros is by hand building, hand crafting our 11 boutique wide receiver lineups. So make sure you're following at Peter Rivers at follow at Chris Spags, follow at Splash Play Pod as well. Of course, that's where you're going to know whenever we're doing shows. Of course, Pete doing a bunch of uh, his own streams as well. So check all that stuff out. Um, and we got to hit some some bummer news up top, Pete, but I think it's a big talking point on social media. And I'm really tired of talking about the Sean Watson news on this show because, frankly, it's hard to talk about in any way. You can't have fun with it at this point. 24th accuser coming forward uh, to sue him over his conduct, uh, typically in massages, I guess. His attorney also gave a quote saying that he thinks the NFL will, quote unquote, make a decision that he won't like. I thought initially that he was trying to give him a life raft, you know, so that they could say like, oh, we're so disappointed he's going to get two games suspension because we've been cleared on all the criminal charges, blah, blah, blah. But there are people today, Pete, that I saw referencing the Browns contract that uh, Deshaun Watson basically on a minimum deal for the first year of that contract. Uh, some general smart people, I know Ryan Glasspiegel, who's now over at the New York Post, has been an industry reporter for a while, uh, sometimes has some decent sources as well, was talking about he thinks it's a year suspension that could be coming for Deshaun Watson. I am not drafting like Deshaun Watson could be suspended a year. So at this point, do you have any tea leaves that you're reading or is, are we just waiting for the hammer to drop if it does drop? Yeah, I think we're just waiting for the hammer to drop. I will say as, as all, cause all we can do right is read the tea leaves on some of these reports. And I know there had been a lot of conventional wisdom that, Hey, maybe he just won't get suspended at this point. I mean, I feel like with this new information, you have to assume he he's getting time and I'm more erring on the, the hammer getting drop side. Like this feels like minimum, minimum eight games here. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go on and make a full example out of him with a, with a big suspension. So, um, yeah, I, I think I do. I haven't been drafting him a ton. I think his I should I should pull up and see how much he slid. It does seem like he is getting cheaper in drafts where the market is kind of slowly starting to agree that he is going to get suspended for a chunk of time. So yeah, it's uh it's an interesting uh spot here. I was actually just writing up a thing for the newsletter tomorrow about why I'm so out on Amari Cooper at his current ADP and how if you want to play the Browns, I think there's just such cheaper options in the second half of the draft. But yeah, I don't want to be investing any real capital in this in this passing game right now with all the uncertainty. Interesting question from Brandon in the chat asking any chance Goodell tries to F with them in that contract but letting him play this year and suspend next year with no money or with the money rather. I don't think that's a possibility. Like you can't suspend a guy a year later, even if you are uh, trying to do some game of cat and mouse. And I feel like, you know, there's one thing you could say historically with Goodell. He's not been the most active about male female situations. Like I think the intergender stuff, drunk driving has been a, a big one where I feel like the hammer tends to come down a lot. So I don't know what to expect here, Pete, but I feel like that kind of uh, unconventional approach, like I'm not expecting Goodell to get too, too creative here like the creative part would be if he suspended him for you know more than eight games i think would be the only creativity that could come from the suspension yeah there's uh two words that are not synonymous with each other and it's roger goodell and creativity so let's not hold our breath on that one let's just for ways to cut up the streaming deals for more money then he gets pretty creative that's the one time he likes to get outside the box a little bit um pete a headline i saw of course in the fantasy life newsletter that i want to get to and, and i do i did bring some news items pete today or just one news item rather that was not in the fantasy life newsletter but devonta smith headline grabber at eagles at otas um i've talked about how i'm not drafting him at all and it also is coming you know some of this practice reports from him uh jalen hurts parent 
apparently uh, not looking too different mechanically, even though he's been taking some coaching sessions from noted QB guru Tom House, but still uh, kind of just looked more decisive was what that first report, I think, from Bleeding Green Nation, uh, the SB Nation Eagles blog was talking about. But overall, Pete, Devonta Smith looked like a beast. Apparently that OTAs with A.J. Brown still uh, doing some minor workouts, not in the full practice mode. Should I be buying it to Devonta Smith more? Or are you buying it to Devonta Smith? Because like he wasn't great last year, and we've vocalized some of the concerns about there just not being enough passing volume, but he definitely could benefit if they just do start to open it up a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, I'm in on Devonta Smith. I like him in that price range. I know when we're often doing drafts, we're often looking at the same kind of group of guys there. You have the rookies, Drake London, Traylon Burks are there. You'll often have Amon Ross St. Brown um, in that range. And um, I like all those guys. I mean, they all fit that general archetype a player that I want these second year wide receivers who flash efficiency in year one. And now we're getting hopefully a, a big upgrade on this offense. I like Devonta Smith as a number two. I think you could even say maybe a two B if Goddard is still in there. And I, I like the idea of him not drawing all the attention. And if this team does go more pass happy, like everyone's kind of banking on with the addition of AJB, I think he's going to be a, a big beneficiary. So yeah, I, I definitely want him. I mean, Hertz, I still think, is an incredible value in drafts. So you can often get like the double tap in that range as well if you're able to grab Hertz and Devonta Smith. So yeah, I'm I'm very much in on him. Yeah, I think I need to rethink my priors a little bit about this Eagles offense. And I think, you know, not letting the app back into that season last year where they were running the ball a lot, trying to kind of limit the risk because it was working for him. You know, this year you got another offseason. You got Jalen Hurts clearly investing the time and uh, better coaching for himself, the QB position. And apparently he's getting more aggressive on throws on the middle, looking good at that, which is something he has not been good at historically. So uh, maybe some positive tea leaves to read into the Eagles. And another, another NFC East team, Pete, that I think you're going to be intrigued by. Saquon Barkley working some receiver snaps because no Kadarius Tony, no Kenny Galladay. Your boy, Darius Slayton, back in the mix, getting running back snaps in these weird New York Giants configurations as a result of them uh, bringing in the Buffalo Bills head coach, of course, bringing over really a lot of the Bills staff uh, to kind of overhaul what they're doing. Uh, is, there is there life at all in Darius Slayton before we get to, I thought, one interesting offensive starter for the Giants that I haven't seen reported anywhere besides this one athletic article? Yeah, and hopefully, I mean, the real OG splash play fans know. I mean, Darius Slayton was almost a meme on the level of uh lavisca chenault the first year we did this show he was like my ride or die every single week just trying to bink his one big week so yeah i i, I love darius slayton i feel like if we're making a general bet on a, a renaissance here in in the giants passing game i think he would be uh, a big benefit uh there and uh dare i say he's better in best ball with his more infrequent targets but ability to get loose down the field so yeah i'm, I'm ready to martingale uh darius slayton for the what fifth year in a row yeah, it's eventually it's got to pay off when he's 35 years old and finally has that bump up. But yeah, I feel like, you know, the Kadarius Tony part's more interesting than me. Uh, apparently he's been running or Darius Slayton's running a lot of routes that would normally go to Kadarius Tony, who's currently out with an injury. But um, if he could be, a, you know, that microcosm of Debo Samuel, the thing that every NFL team is looking for, I think it could be pretty interesting. And then uh, we also got the one news item, Pete, that I thought was relevant to you. So we got Bullock in the chat, of course, the youthful Bullock, our, our college reporter who's on the scene telling us all the things that tweens are talking about. Uh, but he's drafting a lot of giant stacks. You get Daniel Jones very cheap, but a guy Pete that's not getting drafted at all is Daniel Bellinger, the rookie Giants tight end, apparently running with the first team ahead of Ricky Seals Jones. I know you put some bets in on Ricky Seals Jones and some of your best ball drafts. And and Bellinger, just the guy who's not getting drafted at all, and could kind of be that maybe that Dawson Knox at the very least, that Tommy Sweeney perhaps in that uh, Giants offense. Like probably we're taking some stabs on at this point in round eighteen. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I caught that report. I will, uh, hands up, Bellinger was not on my radar uh, before that. But these are the perfect situations. I always use the example of last year when I was just drafting Olamide Zacchaeus as the Falcons wide receiver three anytime I had a Falcon stack and how I got kind of tunnel vision on that one guy. But anytime we have uncertainty on who's actually going to be the guy, clearly the market has no confidence in Ricky Seals-Jones because he's free in drafts as well. So I don't want to say I'm, you know, convinced that Bellinger will have the job over Ricky Seals Jones, but I'm also not opposed at all to uh, sprinkling him in. And he's a far more fun selection than RSJ is. So yeah, I think he's a nice, um, you know, what kind of tight end three in your tight end three builds, or, or maybe if you have like a Kelsey or an Andrews, maybe he's your tight end too. I think that stuff definitely checks out. And I think there's a faint chance, too, that he could take one of those jumps if we just hear a lot of positive you know, training camp OTA reports of how he's bonding with Daniel Jones. Maybe they're getting breakfast together. You could see him rise up, I think, closer to that Gerald Everett range, probably not um, you know, fully to that, you know, where Gerald Everett's risen quite a bit since we talked about him on this show. Bellinger, I think, could come up a little bit more. So I think as people are talking about in the chat, maybe start taking him now, and then hopefully you can get a little bit of exposure at the cheap before he goes to maybe the 16th round instead of the bottom of the drafts. Uh, Pete, anything else for you you want to hit on before we jump to this multi-tabling, which is going to be as chaotic as can be. And, and frankly, for a Monday show, I don't know if either of us is mentally ready to be doing this. Um, Yeah, this is going to be chaotic. The only other news item stuff was I saw the report that, you know, Trey Lance is basically all but confirmed as the, you know, 49er starter. Um, Let me see if I can just pull up what that was. It was a Tom Pelissero report. I'll get it up on screen right here. He said the 49ers have excused Jimmy Garoppolo from this week's mini camp per sources. Garoppolo has been rehabbing from shoulder surgery away from the facility as San Francisco continues to explore trade options and that will continue. So uh, obviously him being hurt, um, you know, impacts this, but just uh, it, it seems like the writing is on the wall that, you know, whether it's because of injury, excusing him from camp, shopping him around. I mean, Jimmy G is not part of the, the 49ers future plans here right now. Again, Trey Lance's ADP, I think, going to start to come back up a little bit. I saw him going about 10 spots ahead of where he's been, uh, perhaps because of those news items out there. But uh, the people who've been clinging to that hope that Jimmy G might come back in and just take over the role. Uh, Trey Lance has got to really do some bad things, I feel like, between now and then. Um, you know, just bad things on the field, hopefully, uh, to get I, to that point. That real quick before we have, it did yeah. remind me, and I just want to reiterate this in case anyone was bullshitting, but I, so I went to update the thumbnail from my best ball breakfast and I was like, I want to put uh, a picture of Trey Lance on it. And I go to my player thumbnail folder. I have hundreds of players that I've just kept in there and reuse them. Sometimes I'm searching for Trey Lance. I'm like, have I really never used Trey Lance on a thumbnail before? And apparently I hadn't, I, I have no idea how that's possible. Uh, or at least I had never used him without his helmet on. And so I'm Google imaging Trey Lance and I realize I have never seen until this morning what Trey Lance looks like today. Dead ass was the first time I was like, oh, that's Trey Lance. I legitimately had no idea. You could have showed me uh, a lineup of 20 different uh, guys and have Trey Lance in there and I would not have known it was him. So I'm really excited to now know what Trey Lance looks like. It's actually funny because I've had Trey Lance on when I was making the thumbnails for the, at least we were doing them separately. Like that's why I had the Trey Lance ready to go for my Friday stream where I had him as the blurred out QB that you should be drafting. Um, so I, I've used Trey Lance somehow before you, which makes no sense given that you are one of the earliest Trey Lance. I'll say Dick Riders. You're one of the earliest Trey Lance Dick Riders out there. <laughs> All I don't right. think that's worth a bonk. That's just a phrase. I think Dick Riders is certainly worth a bonk. <laughs> the bonk has a few different a few different meanings, but you deserve them all. 
<laughs> Either way, Trey Lance looking safe, so we'll see if we draft him today. But Pete, is it about time to hit the tables there where people can go join us on Underdog with the promo code SPLASH to get into our, our spinning wheel builds today. Two drafts at once. How is it going to go? We'll find out right now. Yeah, so this is just to like make this setup clear for people. So what we're going to do is Spags and I are going to collectively jump into two puppy drafts back to back. So when the time comes, I'm going to go register. So there will theoretically be uh, up to what, 22 spots for you guys to join us today. We're going to do the same thing we did last Thursday where we're going to let a wheel two wheels dictate our strategy for that draft, but we're just upping the stakes and we're doing two drafts at the same time. So we're going to have four total prompts across two drafts that Spags and I are not only going to have to get on the same page with, but also try to juggle and remember the prompts as we go. So let's call this uh draft one Spags. We'll figure out what running back strategy we are going to be doing for draft one. Did it used to make noise or did I imagine that it makes noise? It, it does. I'm hearing oh. the noise. Oh, it must just be, it might, uh, it's not coming through your audio. That's why. All right, so I'm going to actually remove this because we are going to do hyperfragile in one, and just because doing hyperfragile on two drafts doesn't seem like prime entertainment. <laughs> Look at this. The wheel just conspiring against Chris Bags refuses to let him get his textbook zero RB builds. Unbelievable. I, I'm, I mean, look, I'm getting enough out there. Pete, you finally got a taste of a zero RB, at least a legal zero RB, so <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be the accompanying strategy to the hyper-fragile team for draft one. So it's going to be hyper-fragile and whatever pops up here. All right. Elite QB. Okay. So, All right. I love that. So we're going to have, you know, oh. what? We'll say four of our first 10 picks or, or so are going to be used on running backs and quarterbacks. That, that is like my least time? favorite construction out of all of them, but go ahead. What's the other one going to be? All right. So then this will be for our anchor RB draft. We will be doing an anchor build and an onslaught here, a quarterback with three of their teammates. So we'll call this the onslaught prompt anchor plus onslaught, hyper fragile plus elite QB. I will now head over and jump into two puppy drafts. Here is Puppy Draft 1. Let me go back to Underdog. Hop in Puppy Draft 2. You can really see the producing expertise on display here, Pete, that you're going to be able to manage these two. Because if you had tried to get me to do multi-tabling on screen, oh boy, would it not go well. I can only imagine uh, you trying to navigate this. So, so are you just sharing are... the whole window now? Like you're not doing the tab? Okay, yeah, that's Exactly. Smart. That's savvy. Yes. That's savvy. That's kind of productive um, expertise. So let's see what, what we drew. So in our in our hyper-fragile room, we have the 1.8, and we have the 1.3 in our Anchor RB room. That should actually work out. Could you, like, space the tabs out a little more so we know which is, so I could, like, mentally remember which is which? Like, maybe put sure. the Anchor RB in the first slot? I will do Anchor, or sorry, this is hyper-fragile. Okay. Yes, but the, the both these prompts reference the second draft. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I I will walk I will walk you through it. We will be all I'm right. I'm glad this wasn't a wake and bake day for, for me because boy, I would my brain function would be even lower than it is currently. Yeah. So this is trust me, as someone when when I've tried the multi-tabling on stream, it's uh very important that we are referencing the picks away in the in the tab we're not using. Right, so we are gonna be Two picks away here. So this is the anchor build. Um, assuming JT or McCaffrey are there, I assume one of those is is our pick. 
Okay. That would work. I mean, well, you could take an anchor in the first three rounds, right? We could. Yeah, we can push it. Because I wouldn't mind taking a receiver up top just to get that going and then take whatever running backs. There's always running backs left in the second round. Yeah, we, we should. Uh, this is going to be chaotic, Broward. So I don't know if we're going to have a ton of time for definitions, but it basically means one running back early and not uh, getting your second running back until later. Um, do you want to do McCaffrey, Jefferson, or Chase? Let's do McCaffrey. Let's get out of the way and hope we can get some of the Bucks guys. Okay. So we're going to This go is our McCaff- one with the QB plus three wide receivers, right? Yep. So this is anchor, which we've already fulfilled, and then uh, an onslaught. And then over here, we have this hyper fragile build. Ooh, okay. yes. Did we finally get in a fun draft here? Eckler going 1-5 over Chase. I love to see it. Except this is the one where we have to draft the three running backs up top. You know? <laughs> but again, not necessarily. Like if Chase were to follow us, we could go Chase and then three straight running backs or something like that. Okay. All right. That works. That, that's more appealing to me. I like our, our McCaffrey start, though, in the QB plus three wide receiver build because I feel like we can get that Bucks three-man potentially if that lines up. I don't want to give it away to the room, but um, if you want guys want to let us get that, that'd be really nice of you, I think. All right. So do you want to do Henry or Diggs here? Or we could take Kelsey. We could also take Kelsey. The only yeah. problem is, is remember, we need elite quarterback too. So this really starts to put us in a pinch, but then we could take Mahomes. Yeah. I just don't, I think it really limits our flexibility. If we take I'll follow your lead, whoever you want to do. Let's, uh, let's try to mess around with this too. Similar. We'll do, we'll try to flip it, get our elite wide receiver early. And then I, cause I do agree with your thought in general too, that it's, there's more, there's a, a thicker tier of, running backs than there are wide receivers. And I really do like basically flipping it this year where you're doing like an anchor stud wide receiver strategy. If you are doing hyper fragile, locking up that guy who has the potential to put up 40 plus points and then, um, and then filling around from there. We also got a MTM revolt in the chat saying there had to be at least five overflow drafts when the hyper fragile spin came off uh, people trying to get that streamer EV. I think if it were a robust RB that he would have seen <laughs> underdog would have suddenly been 70% filled instead of 60% filled for the puppy. You got you got people in the chat defending you, saying I'm bullying you already, Spags. <laughs> I mean, look, I get to make all the decisions now on a Friday stream, so I get my one creative outlet. Where if Pete, it's Pete's money here, of course, his hard-earned ten dollars going into the puppy, and um, you know, I, I'm not gonna, especially if this is your specialty, Pete. Drafting running backs a bunch up top, like I don't want to interfere with that. Got to go to the experts. Yeah, you gotta just let it rip. Trust the process. Uh, Camden said, I did not mean to get in this with you. I was going to watch the replay while I was drafting, but I'm in here at the number two. Uh, Camden, lucky you, buddy. Hopefully you're going to enjoy the terrible build. Camden fits the corollary of uh, names that I'm not used to that just come out of the woodwork uh, when they're at a draft with us. I'm a big fan of these guys coming in here. I feel like we've become a real place for people in the best ball community to come and congregate. And I feel like that's the way we can really win in terms of just spiking that, that view upside. Spags, I, I'm just doing this for the community. I'm not, you know, just in it for the, the clout and the views that you are. I mean, this guy sends me an email over the weekend asking about what our viewer retention is in our YouTube demographics. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Um, do you want to do uh, Aaron Jones? Yeah, let's do Aaron Jones. All right. So this is our onslaught anchor, our, our sorry, our onslaught hyper fragile team. And now we are just a couple picks away on our um did I mix that up? 
now I'm no, fine. now I'm confused. I'm already confused. <laughs> McCaffrey's our anchor team, right? Yeah, it's our anchor, right? Yes. Yeah. And then okay. we have to do the QB plus three in this tab. Yes, 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 yes. Also, Camden give you the update, by the way. He does this in chat a lot, watches a lot of the replays. I feel like we have to give a shout out to the replay nation out there because I saw from my Friday stream, like went up a couple hundred views over the weekend for people watching on replay. So we gotta better remember that there are people that don't just hang out with us live in the room. Uh AJ Brown for me, unless you have someone else. Oh, I wish we could have gotten Evans, but yeah, AJ Brown is up. Oh, Evans, so yeah. When did Evans has been going early? That other, ironically, the first tab we could have gotten that build with Evans. Like I think, I don't, obviously relative to the draft slots, but that would have been nice to get Evans. All right, so yeah, this is our our anchor build here. So this this prompt I think is ultimately going to be um, easier than the other one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're just going to take whoever's there at running back, basically. Mm. Miles is a huge replay, bro. First day watching live streams and destroyed Pete in his BBF draft. He actually did. I I, he, I reviewed his team and I was trying to sauce it. Then I was like, God damn, I love this team. I did see, I did watch your, your share. I always watch Pete's best, best ball breakfast while I'm kind of catching up on my stuff. Sometimes have it on the background. Had you on while I was working out today, not getting my underdog cardio club credits because I only lift weights. So you can tell all these muscles I'm building up. And um, I felt like everybody, you were like, yeah, your team's better than mine. I wish I could trade you. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told you, I'm done. I, I hate, I hate just streaming my drafts. It fucking sucks. I, I mean, who, who boxed themselves into this quarter? All right. We're on the clock here in our, our anchor RB build. I mean, do you want to get the Camara? No, we got no. We got to stick to the anchor yeah. RB build. See, I was relapsing into my running back stuff. Pitts is your guy. Pitts, Waddle. Who do you want to do? Let's do Pitts. Do we have to take an elite QB in this one, right? No, anchor is onslaught, right? Hyper fragile is elite QB. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Josty called me out again. By the way, I always say breast ball breakfast. <laughs> I did. I did pick up on that too, but I'm trying to swerve us away from bonks. (laughs) It's just, it's because of the double BRs there. Like it's best ball breakfast. And then the R I'm just like, my tongue is ready to say the R too early. I wouldn't put it past you to do a spinoff competing show at 10 AM where it's while Luca gets breastfed specs. Look at your eyes light up. You're like, Oh, that do numbers. (laughs) I mean, Look, Alex has done a great job <laughs> in the breast milk accumulation department. Very proud of her. Very proud of uh, uh, all the stereotypes. Big shortage these there. days, I hear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of feeding going on in this house. Luca's getting fucking fat. He's still like small and height and weight wise relative to the rest of the babies, but he has, he's up in outfit sizes now. So he's like a, officially a chonker by my standard. There you go. Um, and trust me, as, as people know from the Rihanna stuff, we know you have high standards for that. <laughs> did you end up, did you end up giving, telling the Chris Fags backstory on? I kind of skipped over uh, the Rihanna Josh part, Allen, yeah. right? Yes. Lines up perfectly. Yep. Right now. We Sorry, take... what were you saying? Um, no, I covered most of the, some other Barstool stuff, but yeah, if you want to check out, if you're, if you're a, a person who's a tangential Barstool fan and want to catch some hot goss, watch the entire hour and 45 minute stream and you get it parsed out from me getting distracted, going back to it, getting distracted. <laughs> it was really, but I, you make people get that viewer retention up, Pete. That's what we were talking about. That's why I'm emailing over on, on like Friday night. I think it was. Do you think this would be a good tweet? Uh, formula one. How about I just get some formula? Oh, or actually, no, they, I hear there's a shortage going on Formula One, more like Formula None. <laughs> there you go. That, thank you for the punch up on that. <laughs> uh, 
we were doing a bit when we were at, this is going to be very embarrassing. We were doing a bit over the weekend of like rhyming things with boutique. And it's like, oh, like a bunch of ghosts opened up the boutique. Like it's a boutique. And then just oh, doing boy. that for every possible spin on boutique. This is what happens when you have no brain function left from having a child. Who, who are you doing this with? With Alex. We were at brunch with Luca and just doing jokes about boutique. Or like a bunch of cows open a small shop. It's a boutique. There you go. Just keeps See, going on. Uh... The um, who does that? The the no dunks guys. They used to uh, they have well, actually they still do. They have their their pun gun uh segment, which is is basically that an entire uh, podcast segment devoted to just spin off puns on on a specific angle. Yeah, I look. I I think they're doing some good bits. I saw you were wearing the no dunks uh, jerseys with with yeah. the Bachelor. Yeah, they uh, I it was a really cool merch drop. They had limited edition of those um. And like the retro NBA jerseys with their own uh, no dunks logos on there. So I got the Vancouver Grizzly one. It was tough because I, I grew up in Denver, but uh, so the, the Nuggets one did look cool. But man, the colors that kind of aqua turquoise or whatever that the Vancouver one is just mm-hmm. such a nice color. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, uh, I mean, the vintage NBA game jersey, vintage NBA jersey game rather, is I feel like the the best one out of all of them. Like NFL ones just don't hold a candle to some of those weird 90s designs that came out in the NBA. All right, we're going to have to, we're going to have two picks back to back. All right, we're on the clock here. Um, this is our anchor build where we took a tight end. So you want to take your boy Metcalf? Yeah, I suppose we could. I mean, we're, well, we want to get a correlation with Godwin and reach a little. Um, but we're going to be able to probably, oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do Metcalf. Let's do Metcalf. I, and then shit, we have 16 seconds on the <laughs> clock here. We, we do need to go running back though. Cause this is I for fragile build. We're never taking Zeke. We might as well take Zeke, right? You want to just get, get the Zeke over with? Yeah. Why not? Oh, disgusting spags. You loved, you love taking him there. I honestly don't think I've taken Zeke. I might've taken him once. Cause I have so much Tony Pollard at some point. You got to take at least one share of Zeke. Um, but like nobody wants to take him, and at a certain point, he's probably valuable because nobody wants to take him. Willis Willis loves uh, when we, when we take Zeke. This is how this is how you get your exposure is when the wheel forces you into it. Um, all right, so we're gonna have some time here, but we are gonna be up in a second on our anchor RB onslaught build. Okay, I I mean this is not a bad team. I don't know how we're gonna get much in the way of correlation. I don't know how we're gonna get to the QB plus three. We might, it might have to be a big backdoor effort. You know, you know who it might have to be, Pete? What? <laughs> the, oh, the run, run the minute and a half cliff. You want to do the Godwin with McCaffrey yeah, correlation? Yeah, yeah, that's smart. But yeah, yeah, like a Drew Locke stack is completely in no. play here for a QB plus three. <laughs> I'd rather take Baker Mayfield as the third QB. It's unfair. Baker Mayfield's going to be needed in Cleveland. <laughs> it sounds like based on some of the recent reports. Once you get to the two dozen mark of lawsuits, you're probably uh, trending towards something bad. All right. So checking in on our teams. So our elite QB hyper fragile build right now has Diggs and Josh Allen stack, Aaron Jones, Zeke. Um, and then our hyper fragile build here, or sorry, our anchor RB build. Christian McCaffrey, our anchor, and then uh, AJ Brown, Pitts, Metcalf, Godwin. I mean, this is just just a classic, straight down the middle, by the book, anchor RB team. It's not it's not bad. I mean, no. I, I could I could tell you want to pitch me on some running backs coming up in the next few rounds here, but I I feel like right now I like the way it's shaping up. Man, that is crazy. Hurts 
so I know Jake got Devonta Smith there, and wow, Devonta Smith going, he took him way ahead of ADP, right? He must have seen that report that we, <laughs> we talked yeah, about. Yeah, so he took Devonta Smith 20 picks ahead of ADP so he could double tap it with Hertz. Because I was going to say, I do, I know Hertz is getting steamed up, but going ahead of Lamar Jackson, that's too rich, too rich for he, my blood. So here's a question for you, because we are going to be building this here. Obviously, we're building the QB plus three wide receiver onslaught or three pass catcher onslaught. Like, out of the ones you can get for pretty cheap or, you know, next to nothing, like, which ones would you actually take? Because I obviously would would extol the virtues of the Seattle one. I think Atlanta is another easy one you can get. Um, you could get Houston, Jacksonville late. Like, are there any three, you know, three wide receiver, or three pass catcher plus QB builds that you would actually be stoked to get to that's actually achievable? Well, I guess the way I read the prompt, I thought running backs could be included. Did you not read it that way? I thought, yeah, I thought it was QB. Well, I think it was actually QB plus three wide receivers, wasn't it? Plus three teammates. Oh, plus three teammates. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. I, I do agree. Your version is a much higher degree of difficulty, but I was thinking about it as like, you know, say if we wanted to build out a Brady thing, you tack on my guy, Rashad White, uh, mm. maybe Gronk, you know, something like that. The running back makes it much easier just because it gives you so many more options, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to if you want to do it by the letter of the wide receiver law. Some interesting ones in chat too. Nick pointing out the Giants. The Giants are they getting easier too? If you're going to buy into Daniel Bellinger, you can get Galladay, Tony. Um, you get Sterling Shepard for nothing. Definitely get some different configurations there. Uh, Josh saying the Browns and Joku Bell DPJ. That is a pretty cheap one. I feel like the Jacksonville one's the cheap one that I get the most, just because of the Jacksonville Houston Week 17. Uh, some interesting ones out there. Like I think uh, just trying to get some of those on the back end, like mixing those in for especially if you're trying to jam the puppy. Like oh I would shit, just try to get oh those. shit. Oh no, we missed. did. We just get timed out. Sorry, no. I got, I got, we just got timed out. Oh, what? No. Oh my God. What a oh. beautiful timeout. All right. Holy cow. When the timeout completes your double stack, we are going to have to take an RB with the next pick though. Wow. Okay. So we fucked up the prompt, but we got a good team out of it. Wow. Wow. Can you imagine, hmm. can you imagine getting timed out the nut double stack? <laughs> That's... <laughs> The chat I, is tilting how pure we're running. <laughs> I've actually, that's happened to me a few times where I, you know, my underdog alerts have been a little hit and miss lately. I'm not sure if it's because of the Apple watch or what, but I got timed out on the, the two pick a couple times recently and thankfully just got Cooper cup. And I was like, whew, like I'm lucky that somebody didn't do something weird in the one hole. Um, Cause that sometimes <laughs> happened. So again, one thing we were talking about with these prompts, right? Like how I define hyper fragile is more that we're just going to take a max of four running backs to where, I'm okay if we want to push it a little more, but the letter of the law would be we can't take more than four. So I still think we should we should probably get a third here, though, if we're, if we're trying to actually make a, a build that can get away with four running backs, you know? Yeah. I mean, nothing setting up too well correlation-wise, it looks like, for running backs. Um, we also need to pay attention on this one here. I yeah. think, man, I have not been drafting any Michael Thomas. I think I still prefer Traylon Burks here. Do you have Do you have anything else you you would want to consider? Um, let's see. We got Atlanta. So nobody on Arizona. Uh, nobody on Carolina. Who makes sense? As Traylon Burks. Oh, Michael goes. Thomas. You want to do Philly. Michael Thomas with AJ Brown? Yeah, Philly, New Orleans, Week All Seventeen. Right, we got to bounce back. Um, do you want to do? Jacobs or Eli Mitchell here? I would go Josh Jacobs. All right. I'm cool with that. 
I don't love Zeke, but this is like a this is not a bad build. Like we're gonna we're gonna have a tough time at tight end, but this is how it starts bags you start to taste that sweet sweet running back forbidden fruit next thing you know you've destroyed your zero rb personal brand yeah except when like ezekiel elliott and aaron jones get hurt in july and then it's like oh that's why you don't do that (laughs) (laughs) wait did i miss this did someone take Taysom hill at pick 28 where is it the other draft no i don't know what he's talking about uh, maybe he's watching the replay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, was that your draft in the the screenshot you sent over? Whatever, whatever Dr. Drippin did. <laughs> I don't know. Nothing would surprise me. Drippin pure swag. God, that was I don't I think you might have had an experience badge too. Like that's where it throws me off where I know you've been like read the signs or whatever with people. And sometimes I see these experience badge guys. I'm like, are they just like just putting the money on, just going, yeah, I'll light it on fire. Why not? Um, I have some theories. But do you want to know? Let's do the pick. We'll see if we can share them out loud. So this is our anchor here. Do you want to just get Brady to complete the Godwin stack? He's not going to make it back to us. And then otherwise, because basically it gives us two outs at like the onslaught. You know, we can do um, Rashad White, Gronk, a third pass catcher. But then it also with Seattle in New Orleans, in Atlanta, I think all of those two, if we were in a pinch needing to get to an onslaught we could as well no i think that makes sense and i like getting brady too like i it's weird i actually replied to ian hart it's our old pal um who has been on splash play before we didn't get him on last season but uh we love ian and uh his replies by the way might be one of my least favorite replies like <laughs> if you chime in with anything just replying to your old pal ian you get fans of that team jumping down your throat because i was pointing out he posted like a tom brady reel or whatever like highlight clips and i was like yeah like oh you're missing the ones of him like getting sacked over and over again down the home stretch and then it's just bucks fans spamming me negative shit for like the rest of my night i just had to mute the thread really yeah yeah i i am never envious of those people who get um fan twitter in their mentions mm. where they take Everything, even if it's not meant to be a slight, they somehow find it as a slight against their team. It's not also realizing like, we don't give a shit. We're just trying to win our fantasy leagues. Well, and two, like if you're a real Bucks fan, like you got to remember those games on the end of last year. He's just getting hit over and over again. And I was, I was watching that Rams game. I'm like, I don't think Tom Brady is going to want to come back because he's just getting smoked over and over again. And they've lost guys in their offensive line, haven't made improvements that are noteworthy. Like, I like Tom Brady, draft him a lot. We're drafting him here, but there's a lot of reasons I have concern. So do we want to get a fourth running back and be done here? Or do we think Amon Ra kind of is pretty nice here, 10 picks after ADP? I would take Amon Ra. I still don't see, yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think we're good to push fourth running back. Maybe what, like at the most, maybe tenth or eleventh. I don't think in this build we'd want to push it much further past that. I mean, I know I've talked on, I've talked a little bit about some of my draft strategy. That in particular, I feel like Drico and we talked about the road of his guys a lot. Dubner, I know you referenced too. Um, just generally, they one thing that Drico's really tried to impart to me is not taking that fourth running back before round eight. So um, I'm glad so we didn't do that it, there. Yeah, it's different though with a hyper fragile build, right? Because we're trying the 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 more capital you spend early on the running backs, it's a sliding scale where then the longer you can wait. Like if I start a hyper fragile build with three straight running backs, I'll probably take my fourth running back in like the 17th or 18th round. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we've kind of bounced around a little bit more in this one, um 
if we're trying to get away with only having four, um, I would like to get that fourth one a little earlier. Okay. But I still think we could get away with pushing it to like the 11th or 12th if we needed. Okay. I, I get your, I get your logic there. And I think that's where, you know, Pete talks a lot about the variability within the different strategies and all of that. And I, I could see the point. I was also kind of hoping that Hawkinson would follow us and we can get a nice uh, sneaky little Detroit stack there, but that's, I was happened. hoping that too. I saw that. Uh, all right, see. let's see. So we are going to be up in a second on our hyper fragile elite QB build. We're on the clock over here. Okay. We are on the clock. Oh, Lots of like running good. back options. Yeah. Dylan would look nice to me, I think. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's any other considerations. If we would have gotten Burks, Pollard would have been fun with him. Mm-hmm. We could also, um, I think we could have made a case. We can make a case for Patterson as well. If we're trying to get our set up other options for our onslaught. Yeah, that's look. I think there are some reasonable takes here. One that I'm not uh, as on board with, and you might feel differently, but Willis, of course, our, our beloved accountant here saying draft Singletary to go with your bill stack. That's the kind of guy that I wouldn't be inclined to put in with the stack for the most part. Like, I know you make a lot of the, oh, you're making a bet on the team kind of things, but like, I'd rather have a more pure pass catcher than, you know, a guy who's going to siphon away from my other two receivers and Josh Allen. Well, Devin Singletary caught a lot of passes uh, last year. I think like, my exceptions are obviously yes. Do they catch a lot of passes? And then are they just in a really high powered offense where there's just going to be lots of opportunities to score? I think the counter argument you could make is, Hey, James cook is going to steal a lot of that pass catching work, but in which case I would be plenty fine with oh, James on cook. the, Oh, we timed out. <laughs> no, why did no, no. <laughs> oh, wait, do we, it's not bad. I mean, it's honestly not that bad. No. I, yeah, I've is... been reaching for Hunter Renfro lately, so I'm happy. Man, this is brutal. We're already failing at our own challenge. It's hard. We're on the clock. We're on the clock. <laughs> okay. Patterson went. Um, Garrett Wilson. I think we could grab a check. Garrett Wilson or MVS. Yeah, Garrett Wilson would be for the, the Seattle correlation. Yeah, good call. Seattle Garrett Wilson. We'll do that. I, I, I will say <laughs> you try it. You try it. The the talking and the producing and the doing that, like that's where it starts to get you. And I could say that as somebody who just produced the one stream doing the one draft, like it's the moving yeah. around. It's like the, all of yeah. it, like the, the whole ecosystem is what gets difficult. Trust me. I could stop talking to you guys and draft these just absolutely perfectly. Have, have no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I like I could multi table up to three to four if I'm not doing a show and like and I'm paying attention, but doing it on a stream and talking and trying to make coherent content. Like we talk about we're trying to make these YouTube improvements that would kind of defeat the purpose if we just didn't talk <laughs> and drafted in silence five teams at once. The people want it both ways. They want us to entertain them, to just have breezy, organic conversation in between picks, but also drafting optimally and on time without nary a hiccup. I'm sorry we let you guys down. It's a tough needle to thread, Pete. People just don't appreciate the streamer EV that we're giving out here. But of course, we're doing these drafts Monday, Thursday. Pete and I are doing them together on Pete's channel and the Splash Play channel. And then Friday's 2.30, same time. Going to be me doing the solo stream again. So come hang out on the Splash Play channel there. But a lot of fun doing these best ball drafts. And and sometimes we actually, you know, get the picks in on time. That's the main thing. At least 99% of the time, Pete, we're getting those picks in. I could do this bit, the draft in complete silence. I could do an underdog cardio club where 
I just stream from YouTube on my phone while drafting a team, but because I'm in the gym and be noisy, I would just mute my myself and um and you could just watch me sweat on the stairmaster. I'm sure our is, bonk, how many people do you crowd, think would watch that though? Like I think at least 50 would just watch you just sweating and making picks. Just with no no and yeah. if I, I would need the draft board uh shared too, obviously, I think to actually pull it off. Yeah, it feels more like a Twitter video, I think, than a, than a YouTube video. An hour-long Twitter video of me drafting? <laughs> yeah, just like, you know, like the Periscope or, or like your Twitch. If it were Twitch, if that were like the Pete Twitch, this is you doing cardio. Like, I think that's where you could do it. This is such a, a failed premise by Bullock, who sends $5 in. Since you guys are lighting $5 on fire on stream, so will I. It's It's interesting that you think giving a tip to two of your favorite content creators is lighting money on fire instead of supporting our creative interests, Bullock. I think you really need a reframing on that. Oh, Naz bringing a good point here. That's OnlyFans content. That is true. We did talk at one point about launching an OnlyFans to be the only fantasy football guys on OnlyFans, and that could be a way to do it. All right, I'm not going to let us get timed out again. We have some a bunch of picks coming up here, a flurry of picks. Damn it, Dawson Knox, oh, the nut nice. pick for us right there. Oh... Uh... I think I think we we're we're pushing towards a, a three tight end build, so I think we should just grab a a wide receiver, or a running should, back here. Can we reach for Boyd? Because I feel like Boyd gets scooped for me all the time in Buffalo. Run, bring backs. Uh sure. Even though I would rather have gotten our, I say we. I do think we try to get one of our Bills running backs, um, at the next pick. Then if we're reaching that much for Boyd, that's fine. I just I feel like we we're more likely to get scooped on Boyd than both of the Bills running backs. All right, now we're back over here at pick 118. So we have Brady. Um, this was our anchor RB team. Uh, Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Penny, Ramondre. Um, don't love these wide receivers here. What do you see? I mean, we just got we got to take a QB, right? Uh, no, because we have all those backdoor options with the cheap guy. Do Edmonds, uh, Penny or Stevenson say, um, Edmonds, Edmonds. All right. That's who I did. Yeah. Penny would have been okay too, just because we do have Seattle and we, and we passed on Kenneth Walker. So I don't mind that kind of, you know, stacking those two events together. Edmonds is the better play though. And there'll probably be a couple, uh, New England plays that we could, um, get there as well. Let me go back over here, make sure we are not getting rugged. Uh, Yarshal, welcome to the channel. I can't imagine what you saw here today that would compel you to want to be a even more entrenched part of this community, but welcome. Oh, man. It was probably just the tease of you getting sweaty on a treadmill. He's like, I got to buy in now before it gets too now expensive. Th now, this is an, uh, now, this is an ambitious idea here. Um. I no one no one wants to see that. Oh, I, the, I saw you talking on the Best Ball Breakfast stream about the uh, the USFL beef or whatever. I didn't realize that was our guy Sam Chowdhury over at FTN who was involved in that. And like, I, I hate DFS beefs. I have to say, like, I know you guys said on Lowell's would be so fun. They are the dorkiest things that occur, and I could say that now as somebody who's thankfully mostly avoided them throughout my DFS well, career. Well, how is that unique to DFS? Like, any online beef yeah. is inherently dorky. <laughs> what 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 online beef is cool? I feel like it just strikes like I I talked on here like I hate the Twitter dunking on thing where people like hang oh, on like, gonna... hang on we can't I, I refuse okay. to let the chat get satisfaction <laughs> out of uh, us auto drafting. Mm. I don't love anything here to be honest. 
do you want to just like get Ramondre and then be pretty much done at running back? Yeah, I'm okay with that. Or uh, I'm just going to put him in the queue real quick, make sure we're not missing anything well, else. We're scooping our Rashad White then. Oh, yeah. You know what? Let's just do Rashad White. Yeah. That Because we need to make sure. And then where where's Gronk? Gronk's already gone. Yeah. So we'll have to start thinking through this onslaught here. I mean, we can obviously tack on a Brait or a Scotty Miller. The other pick, the chat is shouting at us. Oh, God. Oh. God damn it. Errors are going to be made when you're multi-tabling. The multi-table of madness is what we're doing. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, every can we just say, though, every single time we've gotten timed out has been an accidental correlation. Gabriel Davis with our Allen stack. Um, Hunter Renfro with our Josh Jacobs. And now Aaron Rodgers with our Aaron Jones. I mean, how blessed are we? Look, how I mean, when you, blessed. Yeah. Sometimes better to be lucky than good. Uh, that's what we always say here. Oh, no, good. My pal Eric Lindquist, of course, of you might know from the Osmo streams in the chat as well. Luminary showing up here and to go check out Eric doing a lot of great work for MLB, for NBA over at Osmo. Uh, one of my pals who I very much enjoy the content of. Thank you, Eric, for joining in, <laughs> watching us in our misery. You yeah, know, DFS beefs, I will say just to me overall, like I find to be extra corny where it's like, oh, you're scooping my $10,000 USFL head to heads. Like you, you're bullying me. No, you're bullying me is basically what the gist of what, <laughs> what those but exchanges that, are. That's what all of the, all of the poker beefs have been over the years that were good. It's like two guys peacocking and then being like, let's play heads up for rolls and then all that. And so at least the reason I don't actually find it to be that cringe because at least you're putting your buddy where your mouth is and you're willing to say like i am willing to you know put tens of thousand dollars on the line just to settle an ego battle uh which is hilarious but i actually need to let read into that beef more because i saw a couple of the tweets and i didn't fully understand what was being claimed it was basically that both are claiming to have one more off the other than the other is leading the public to believe is that the gist of it i think sam was accusing mock lovin of trying to scoop him and then was saying like oh i kicked his ass so bad in usfl that he's never coming back and then also like mock lovin was like oh i just respect you so much from nba dfs that but glad i got you unstuck ha 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 and it's like okay cool like you guys are both betting ten thousand dollars on head-to-heads like you're doing fine i think i would hope <laughs> if you're doing that <laughs> Well, see, and I got um, you five bucks, Pete, for my my pal Eric. So there you go. That's how you know, pay it forward. That's what I always say. Yeah, between um, with his how much YouTube breaks these super chats, I'm going to need one more to cover these entries today. <laughs> What's the YouTube vig on there? On it's bad. Cut? It's real bad. Even for um, super right. chats, really? man, that sucks. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. So we are still tight endless, and we are on the clock. Uh, do we want to grab Gronk on this one? Even though we uh, Gronk or Gesicki. Oof. Uh, I mean, I guess we got to take somebody, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we didn't get Gronk in the other one. So, you know, got the full portfolio of two drafts together as one. This is the new new wave of best ball strategy. It's actually getting your correlations across drafts. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a good amount, by the way. Like when I'm multi-tabling, I'm like, well, fuck, I messed up this guy here. Might as well just get him here. And then at least this one could bubble up, which is probably not the right play. Um. All right. We're back on the clock here again. This is our Brady team. Um. Probably, probably should uh, go back to the wide receiver. Well, do you want to get a little Osborne AJ Dillon correlation? I could live with that. Um, all right. 
Oh, YouTube Vegas 30%, John Davis is saying. That is a that is a steep cut. Yes. <laughs> like for the ads, I get it. For super chats, it's like you're just at that point just a vessel for what people would be giving you money anyways. Like, yeah, it's 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 nice that they that they have it and it it is still very nice. But it's like I mean everything, Patreon rakes a shit ton. Basically, yeah. any of these services that allow um the tipping, um, they get their cut for mm -hmm. sure. Adam Hager um, saying this is a completely different roster construction than he normally has. I would hope so, <laughs> for your sake. <laughs> Let's see here. So we're going to be back on the clock in this Brady build. Um, mm -hmm. The another, let's see here. I'm trying to think of what of these other, if we don't, if we want to set up another backdoor onslaught, you know, we now have, because what? Is Cousins? No, Cousins is gone. Man, Watson is really lingering. This is this is after all of our Watson fun. <laughs> and now he's sliding to pick 147. Yeah, I, man, I feel New Orleans seems like the most. Oh, wait, nope. Maybe so, no. I thought it was what if we did there. this? What if we did this? What if we grabbed Algier and we could then set up the Atlanta? But with Mariota or Ritter, which one would you want to do? Well, either. I'm trying to see if is there anything else you're noticing? Um, no, I don't think. I mean, well, yeah, because we don't have any. If we had an Indianapolis receiver, we could have backdoored that with Hines, which would have been nice. Um, yeah. I also five running backs with McCaffrey up top feels wrong to me. No, not when you um when you wait until pick ninety four to get your second. All right, fair enough. We're we're done at running back now. Oh, Willis, by the way, chiming in with a $10 super chat. F the rake. There we go. There you we got go. Your accountant paying you. That's how you know you've made it, Pete. This is the psychological tricks <laughs> on your account. This is accountant rake back. You know, we pay him to do the books. And then because we, uh, oh, other pick, other pick. go, go seven seconds. Um, Whatever. Myers, 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 Myers. Look at us. Jeez. Thank you, chat. Rick oh, Rick is out here screaming in the chat. Wait, is, is this the one with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, that was. We should have taken Tanyan. Yeah, we should have. Oh, giraffes. Of course we should have. It's almost like doing two drafts at the same time with two different challenges while chatting with the chat is a bad idea. <laughs> I mean, Rick is helpful. I got to give Rick credit here because 20 Rick, one of our regulars, um, sent some nice chats to me sometimes on the Splashplay channel and then here uh, trying to save us from ourselves. And um, uh, the guy who tuned in too, by the way, was saying like, this is not the way I normally draft. I would recommend people don't use spinning wheels for your personal drafts. That's the also, one thing I'll say. I can't win with you guys. So Paul is correctly pointing out that when you have the draft board up, the tab won't update with how many picks you have until your decks. But then I will literally go go check my comments on recent videos. I'll be like, Pete, you're slacking uh, with going to the draft board uh, thing. I, I cannot win with you guys. There is absolutely no way to win. Whatever I do will be wrong. I'll either be able to tell when I'm up or then you'll say, well, now I can't see the draft board. I hate everything right now. <laughs> Which is the goal of these shows, guys. Make sure you are subscribed to the channel for Pete's content as well as the Splash Plate channel as well. Make sure you follow at Splash Plate Pod, follow at Peter Rosette, follow at Chris Spags, do all that stuff so you know whenever we go live, Monday, Thursday, 2.30, Friday, 2.30 as well for a solo stream. <sighs> 
Oh, Adam oh. saying he's thanks Obama. Okay, so that's that's my bad. I thought he was just somebody tuning in. Like, why are these guys building so stupidly? <laughs> why aren't they best ball <laughs> shapers building like complete idiots? <laughs> you got to balance your range. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> okay, so our we're gonna be up next year at pick one fifty two in our Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers build. This is our hyper fragile team where we still probably want to grab. We need we need a tight end and we need a a fourth running back. Mm -hmm. And we can always scam one of the Green Bay guys. We can take a Dubs. We can take a we can take an Amari Rogers. We can take a Sammy Watkins, who I know you love taking. We can take those guys at any point for Rogers too. Yeah, I would say also Irv Smith is a bring back with our mm -hmm. Rogers. I think would be would make sense. If he lasts, yeah. I don't mind that one because I just don't get very much Irv Smith at all. You don't? No. I, I don't know why. He just never lines up for me as a guy. All right. We're going to be one pick away. This is embrace the chaos here. Oh, no. Uh, what's... <laughs> oh, on All the right. clock. Yeah, get so Irv. we're going to get, get Irv, and then we're going to head back over here. So this is our Brady team. We need... Um, What do you want? Oof. Uh, should we take... Should we take Winston now? What if we take... What if we take Fuller? I would take Winston and then try you want to complete Winston? Orleans, yeah. All right. So then who else? So Winston, I mean, for our prompt for getting our onslaught, right? I mean, our best bet is, is just getting a fourth Tampa Bay guy. Yeah. I think taking Cyril Grayson in the 18th, maybe. <laughs> oh, you're a Grayson man. I would take him over Scotty Miller. I thought he showed more. Yeah. I just feel like Scotty Miller will probably see the field more without needing a specific injury to get on the field. Like I think Scotty Miller could end up on in four wide receiver sets. Yeah. People want us to take cam Brate too. Um, oh. all right. We're on the clock here with our Winston build. We basically need a wide receiver or a tight end. Hmm. Nobody jumping out to me at receiver. If you want to take Fuller, we can. I like Fuller. Yeah. It, it makes Fuller's sense. immediately going to jump in ADP wherever he goes. Yeah. And he should probably, you know, like he could end up on turf and gain a lot of value. And he's probably going to fill in. Like if he gets signed, I think at this point, he's probably getting signed as a replacement for somebody who gets hurt in training camp. So I don't mind it. The chat just absolutely screaming for Bray. I mean, we could do a three tight end build with Bray. I don't, I mean, how do you feel about just Pitts and Braid as a two tight end build? Mm, I don't mind. I don't like, I don't mind that. Yeah. And we got Gronk on the other one too. So I think it's, there's some logic to it, at least in terms of the overall portfolio of our. No, stop, stop trying to assign portfolio <laughs> logic to two random puppy drafts. We're doing, I think they're going to correlate really nicely. Pete, you're going to see one of these lineups bubble up. Yes. Yeah. We let's not run the, the numbers on that correlation. Oh, Silas saying Brashad Perriman. Thanks, Leone. Brashad Perriman quietly not awful last year, though he wasn't running deep rounds, which was one of the strangest things I can recall. What do you mean quietly not awful? He got released by the Lions. He couldn't beat out Khalif Raymond. Yeah, on the box, though. He was actually <laughs> like, okay, when everybody was hurt. Yeah, but the Brashad Perriman's days of relevance have come to an end. You don't know? As yeah. much as that pains me to say. Hmm. All right, so we're three picks up here 
I think we're we're done at tight end. We're done at QB. Um, still need to add that fourth running back when we get a chance. I know we both like Palmer. You want to grab Palmer? I wouldn't mind taking Price here just for the Vegas correlation. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm down to get our fourth running back there. And you got your taste of Danny Gray this morning and his four three feet uh, speed, so you don't need him again. Oh yeah, the Danny Gray community has just welcomed me in open arms. Oh, it is. I, Bullock, I was are you are you trying to distract me further talking about a hyper obscure crypto airdrop that no, I haven't redeemed yet, uh, but it's on my to do list. Oh, okay. I was trying to think of a metaphor for the month. It is Pete. It is in fact for you, Gray Pride Month. <laughs> You're It's not a bonk. Yes. Like it's I said, <laughs> no, the bonk is the bonk means more than just being horny. Now it means whenever you do something I disapprove of, I bonk you. All right. That's fair. The carrot is thick. I'm getting the stick a lot. Yeah. See, Eric gets it. <laughs> I look Pete. I don't know how gray pride is not one of your bits on Twitter. <laughs> I think it would be really well received. Why is it not one of my bits on Twitter? Because <laughs> Dave Chappelle literally made a joke fairly adjacent to that and basically got John Mulaney canceled. So let's, uh, that's why <laughs> poor John, poor John Mulaney. John Mulaney also got himself canceled briefly there for a minute with, uh, yeah, what a fall from grace. Great. To great show, he, though. Yeah. he thought you could just ditch your wife and knock up Olivia Munn and just the internet would still love you, but apparently not. I have to say, if you go get a chance to see his show, I think from, I forget what it's called, From Scratch, I think is what he's calling it. Um, but I saw it in LA earlier in the cycle, and it's very much worth checking out before it hits uh, whatever streaming place it'll end up at, a, at its final destination. Um, Tyler, are you offering to edit multiple bonk clips? If so, I'll be happy to give you my email address. You can have those. Uh, just send a Google Drive link. Just make sure it can be uh, opened by anyone with the link. Uh, very much appreciate it. Bullock saying he's seeing John this summer. I'm starting to think Bullock is a 35 year old man and a 20. Yeah, year old. he's he's rugging us hard. <laughs> All right, so take a tight end. <laughs> what what <laughs> if we do the Taysom Hill? Hill? Taysom Hill break would be the perfect tight end combination for this team. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. All right, there we go. Uh, this team really came together. It all came into focus. Would you normally go three tight end though with a an elite tight end like Pitts? Well, if because we're cobbling together. <laughs> Two tight ends with Taysom Hill and Brait, who I consider half tight ends, basically. Oh, Bullock saying that John Mulaney is his girlfriend's favorite comedian. Now we yeah. know Bullock has. We're learning so much about Bullock. Yeah. He's been this you know great contributor in the community, helping us yeah. out in chat a lot. Now here he is, a 21-year-old with girlfriend seeing John Mulaney. No, no, Bullock's girlfriend lives in Canada. You just need to trust him, and they are going to meet soon for the first time. Trust me. What if his girlfriend is like Olivia, like a fake Olivia Munn catfishing him? <laughs> uh, wouldn't put it past me. Uh, okay, let's see here. So we're going to do Brait with our last round pick. Um, I think we probably want one more wide receiver. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't... Any of these guys, like none of them really jump out to me. Like Zay, I get all these guys for the most part, besides LaVisca, who actually I took today too. So I can't even. Say I'm just that. seeing, are there any other of our correlations here that we want to get? Our, our New England, do we want to chase Edmonds like a Taekwon Thornton or something? I could take Thornton. Actually, I, did, I didn't take Thornton today, even though I was thinking about it. So I can, I can justify that mentally. We can do that. 
Also, we didn't mention. Yeah, the I'm sure her name is Olivia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patriots another sneaky uh, late three QB. We're on the clock. Shut up. <laughs> we need a we need a wide receiver. Uh, I'm taking Curtis Samuel unless you say something. No, I would take a Chicago guy maybe, but that's fine. I was I cannot let us get timed out again. Thank <laughs> you, Rick. Someone's keeping us on track here. Uh, Sigliere, remember Mun on the attack of the show when we thought she was a good person? She thought it. Yeah, you got to look out for yourself in matters of the heart. <laughs> I just want people to know that we're out here drafting two teams with two different prompts, talking to the chat and putting twenty-year-old kids and their fake girlfriends in their place all at the same time if that's not a high wire juggling act for you i don't know what is do you think there's like a literal teen that watches our shows like some like bullock now you know he's 21 but is there like a 17 year old is in high school like yeah i gotta check out peach streams or like i love what he's being to spags on splash play yeah i i have to sign lots of uh parental per permission forms uh to watch these streams <laughs> when, when you're old enough to do it go over to underdog fantasy use the promo code splash double your deposit to 100 get your mom and dad's credit card right now go use that promo code <laughs> splash. What, can you imagine if that was a an actual campaign it's like all the uh the parents who get hit up for all the you know in-game purchases on you know iphone games and stuff because they they have their password already in there and then their kids play the phone and so they just keep doing like the upcharge for more diamonds or whatever kids buy in games um we need that for underdog we're just like oh yeah just have your mom load up her uh, credit card to her underdog account and keep reloading every week like specs <laughs> i think it's an angle eagles by the way in the chat uh, of course one of the more frenetic best ball drafters out there from what i know uh, saying first time watching the stream which doesn't feel like a compliment <laughs> just more of a text oh it doesn't it feels very backhanded well welcome eagles i also i could swear i've seen you uh i've pulled up your oh maybe it's his first time watching splash play because i've seen <laughs> eagles in best ball breakfast but welcome to the spags verse now buddy buckle up yeah, true. Eagles and I have followed each other on Twitter for a while, so I, I, I'm glad he's finally coming on board. Splash Play, glad he's going to finally take some of that sweet EV we're giving out show after show, time and time again. Literally spinning wheels to make drafts here that people are taking incredibly seriously. <laughs> a lot Spags, of knowledge. Spags will embrace anyone who follows him back on Twitter. That's literally all you need to do to get into Spags' heart is to follow him back. Well, that's why if you follow at Splash Play Pod, I follow you back because I know the value that has to me where it's like, oh, that's nice. Like somebody followed you back. That means they respect you. So there you go. I had a funny thing at uh, the bachelor party this weekend where I had noticed that one of the guys there had followed me on Twitter a long time ago. And I think I had just forgot to follow back, you know, one of our mutual friends. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, let's make this pick here. Um, we're picking wide receivers here to round this out. You got anybody oh, you like? Take a People's Jones for the Samuel correlation. Oh, good call. Um, and I went and I went to follow him, and then it like kind of the the app refreshed, and I noticed it, you know, because it was like cash that he had followed me, and then mm -hmm. it said that he had unfollowed me. <laughs> so then I followed him, and he followed me back. Oh, that's that's an awkward one. <laughs> it is. You know, it's only awkward if you let it be awkward. That's the main thing. Yeah. Silas oh. says, damn, Spags doesn't follow him back. You need to hold this over him. This is, if you do the Spags on Spags, Silas, this is what you do. You're on Spike Week. You're hosting a stream. You go, uh, yeah, I was hanging out in the uh, the Splash Play stream today. Great stream with Pete and Spags. 
Although one thing Spags doesn't follow me back on Twitter, so I've always been a little skeptical of him. Look at this. You just bullied Spags into following No, you. I did it already. I was already following him. <laughs> that was just the proof is in the pudding. I, I do sometimes miss people, though. Like, I hadn't followed Michael Dubner, uh, and I was like, oh, I should be following him. He's doing, like, like I like his, I use his data sheet, so I should be following him. Um, sometimes I miss people, but I know I was following Silas. I try to, I try to keep tabs. Um, but like I have not, I do not want to know what this proof is that you sent me that you have a girlfriend. Okay, I, I am very scared to. Spags people, is like, I'm the one who wants to see that proof. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am. All right, so we're gonna wrap things up with Cameron Braid on this team, right? Yes, Brady Winston, Pitts Hill Braid. I actually think this came together well. So we got our anchor team with our onslaught. So it's Brady. Rashad White, Godwin, and Brait. I think we made this one work. Oh, there you go. Eagles explaining, by the way, I think you have eight different streams. So first time checking out Splash Play. Appreciates the follow. And then Josty, Pete, I would actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do it myself because I could do this now. Uh bu -bu -bu. Josty saying Spags just followed me a week ago and it was the highlight of my hour. What's <laughs> wait, what, what an hour that must have been. <laughs> Bullock. Do I don't want to do this unless I have your permission. Do I have permission to full up, pull up what you sent me? Let me know if I do. I, I won't rug you on here. I, I can't tell if you're pulling my leg or not, but just how you set it over is hilarious. So if I get your permission to pull it up on stream, I will. What, is it is, is a picture of his hand? <laughs> it's a picture of his girlfriend's driver's license. <laughs> did he at least cross some of it he out? He did. He did. It just kept the Olivia. <laughs> why why do you have your girlfriend's driver's license with you for this exact moment <laughs> you're being questioned bowling you have a lot of stones and you're so lucky that i'm nice and didn't just throw this up here on a bonk channel sending a photo of your girlfriend probably in a photo she's not super thrilled about i've never met a lady who loves their driver's license photo uh what do you want to do for this last pick um, wide, final wide receiver um i don't mind mechie don't sound so excited. I mean, we don't have any correlation, do we? Uh, yeah, um, I also like Paris Campbell. Uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Is do Mechie? I'll, yeah. I'll do Mechie so the chat doesn't accuse me of bowling Spags out of his beautiful picks. Well, I, I learned that he was from Taiwan on your stream <laughs> this morning, so I feel like we have to support that. What is going on? You keep your girlfriend's driver's license in your wallet because she never carries it with her? What so bowling is a 21-year-old keeping hostages and turning them into Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow, what a character. What a character. <laughs> and Michael in the chat saying, Pete, not trying to dupe you, bro, but in my overflow splash play draft, I have Alan Diggs, Gabe, Aaron Jones, Boyd, and Jacoby. So he did our draft without having to spin a wheel, which I don't know what that says for you, Michael, but glad to share uh, that great minds think alike. Um, all right. So we have one more one more pick in this draft. We're gonna get to a two four ten two build. Yeah, I guess. I'd I mean, we got to get to 10 wide receivers now that we know that you can't do that automatically on underdog. <laughs> we, we, we need to get, is dubs still available? Yeah. We need yeah. to, we need to get dubs. Yeah. That works. And then this one, this draft finished up. Look at how lame this is. I've only done 10 puppies. Oh, I'm at 50, 60. True, true grinder. Me and Eagles just out there dealing with Dr. Tripp and fucking ruining our drafts. <laughs> Yeah, Bullock, I, I need you to expand on that. I, I am glad I asked. I won't I won't dox your girlfriend's driver's license. You said she could be watching. 
be honest. What are it, it? Would she be like you guys are hanging out and you because you watch all the streams, she just you know catch some of it secondhand? Or are you telling me there's a chance independently that she caught splash play fever secondhand from you? And there are women in the fantasy. Own. I mean, I know, well, you you work with one of, of our favorite women, Cooter Doodle, who's very funny and good, but there are women in the fantasy community, and I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil spoil anything for anybody out there, but there are some girls in the Osmo community I know that perhaps might even have dated a personality or two from the Yeah, the I'm not Spags, that's not my point in this. I'm talking about specifically Bullock's girlfriend watching this stream seems specifically unlikely to me. I just like to believe they have similar interests as two 21 year old kids falling in love, giving and exchanging driver's licenses as the kids do. <laughs> well, we better they not actually be now that would be, I mean, can you imagine a couple falling in love in the splash play chat and Spags and I co-officiating the wedding? That'd be big. Can we get, can we get the fantasy football expo to put us on stage? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be at Mike's wedding the weekend of the Fantasy Football Expo. I will not I know, be making it to this expo. But what if there's a wedding? What if there's a wedding there too? Maybe you can do both. <laughs> oh, man. Fun stream, guys. We appreciate all you guys hanging out. By the way, subscribe, of course, to Peach Channel, to the Splash Play Channel. Follow at Peter Overs at Follow at Chris Spags. Follow at Splash Play Pod so you know when we go live next, which will be uh, for us together Thursday, 2.30 Eastern. All right, Spags. So these two teams are done. Why don't you give, give the people a quick recap of these two teams this was our anchor rb plus onslaught team so you can see our anchor rb build here we went with that carolina tampa bay correlation for week 17 we also took Jameis winston to try to in case we needed to get some more guys in the stack up with new orleans but tampa bay is the one that we hit with the qb plus three pass catcher or three teammate stacks uh, you can see the running back room here got solid floor with mccaffrey got some young guys rashad white who is correlated with tom brady of course tyler algier young running back to watch and the wide receivers, I feel like pretty solid. Lots of initial names up top there with AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. Uh, built a solid team here, Pete. Yeah, I I like this team. And again, it is, I, I really do think it's a pretty rare occurrence where you could justify a three tight end build with Kyle Pitts. But I feel like Taysom Hill and Cameron Brait, uh, where we're getting the, uh, you know, the bizarre kind of alternative tight end correlation uh, with our, with our uh, quarterbacks there, it actually seems to make a decent amount of sense to me here. So I like that one. And then our other one here that just wrapped up, uh, let me refresh. This would have been our hyper fragile build um, with uh, our early quarterback. And yeah, why don't you recap this one? I got Josh Allen up top on this one. We took Stefan Diggs with our first round pick. Uh, walked into Gabriel Davis, auto-filling onto this team. But the anchor running backs, not the anchor running backs, um, the entire hyper-fragile room of running backs, Aaron Jones, Ezekiel Elliott, Josh Jacobs, took a stab on Tyrion Davis Price late to fill out that running back room, get the fourth running back that you still probably want for your hyper-fragile builds. Uh, Tyrion Davis Price correlates well with the Vegas guys that we got, Jacobs and also Hunter Renfro. You can see that we got Diggs, Davis, Amon Ross, St. Brown, of course, a proud USC Trojan. Hunter Renfro, Tyler Boyd to complete that bring back for the Buffalo Cincinnati week 17 correlation. Jacoby Myers, New England going to correlate well with Chase Edmonds, our running back from Miami, Donovan Peoples-Jones, John Mechie, Robio Dubs, a lot of youth in this room, and then Rob Gronkowski, Irv Smith to back it out, and Gronk in particular, of course, Pete, completes our portfolio across these two drafts where we had Cameron <laughs> Brayton, the other one, so we're covered at tight end for Tampa Bay.
Yeah, I uh, I will say I legitimately, aside from the chaos of trying to multi-table, uh, I do I, I do think it's very fun exercises. Uh, I wouldn't do this in BBM3 just because those bullets are so precious, but experimenting and getting outside of the pockets that you get comfortable with, I think is really valuable and saying, can I build logical structures in, in different ways, even if it's not the comfiest structure for me. So I like making these work and, you know, this hyper fragile build where we didn't do the textbook, you know, first three running backs. Um, I like how we made this work and we were able to build in some correlations and the timeout gods, boy, did they shine nicely on us because not one of those timeouts, uh, actually burned us too hard. Yeah, and also I think just to attack on your point here before we jump off that uh, filling up the puppy I think is a good move for yourself. If you're going to try to jam into a bunch of entries to best ball mania, get your footing with the puppy now. You're going to run into some people like Dr. Drippin who we talked about at the top that's going to throw you for a curveball, but it's just going to get yourself that practice so you can have that going for when you are in the big tournament competing against people who are going to be spending upwards of $3,000 or $4,000 on that tournament. So uh, make sure you are practicing with the puppy now. Use the promo code SPLASH. You want to match your deposit up to $100 over an underdog now. Play along with us. Uh, Pete, any plugs for you here what's coming up on the peak content schedule uh not too much just usual schedule this week the only wrinkle uh mentioned it this morning excited to launch the randomizer stream that'll be kicking off uh thursday night at 7 p.m i'll announce the guest tomorrow actually have a production meeting for it right after this um so very excited about that but otherwise all the usual stuff uh cts tomorrow lulls uh ship chasing all that stuff I also think we got more views in Club Top Shot for the first time ever last week, which I which you know I don't I don't keep that close to tabs to be totally candid, but I did notice it was like yeah, finally. That's what happens when you're in a best ball bull market and a crypto NFT bear market. It always like the entire industry collapsing underneath <laughs> your feet for us to get there, but we got there, guys. And of course, we'll be back here on Thursday, two thirty Eastern, for a combined stream. Pete and myself back one more time. Follow at Peter Roversette, follow at Chris Specs, follow at Splash Play Pod. Make sure you're also liked and subscribed on Pete's channel and the Splash Play channel because the Splash Play channel is the home of my exclusive Friday solo streams that are going to get, I'm sure, even more insane as we go. We'll be back Thursday, so make sure you come join us then. And also check out Football Outsiders too. Interesting article on best ball stacking on there on the homepage if you want to go take a look at that. Uh, any final words, Pete? Or are we done? We are done. We'll see you guys on Thursday. I live.